This podcast is sponsored by Aurora Packaging Solutions, a global packaging solutions provider leading the transition to a more sustainably packaged future. They specialize in developing packaging and visual communication solutions that reduce the impact on the environment and bring sustainability goals to life. With a focus on partnership and service, they create a custom solution for your business. To learn more, please visit www.orapackaging.com. I'm Corey Connors. I've spent 24 years in the packaging industry, and this podcast is my way to share how we can all be more sustainable. Together, we will explore new products, companies, recycling, and packaging reuse efforts. Welcome to Sustainable Packaging. Welcome, everyone, to Sustainable Packaging, brought to you by Corey Connors. I'm very excited and honored to have David, Chief Sustainability Officer at Rampack Packaging, as my very first guest. And it's very fitting because one of the first things I sold as a rookie sales rep 18 years ago was Rampack TT paper. And we replaced thousands of bags of peanuts with paper. So we were being sustainable years ago before it was even trendy and cool like it is now. So welcome, David. Thank you so much, Corey. I'm pleased to be here. Thank you, sir. We, uh, we've recently connected on, on Clubhouse, which is a really cool new app and social media kind of a platform for audio chatting and mm-hmm. in the Sustainable Packaging Club and uh, Packaging Club. So I want to thank you for all your time you've spent in there. I, I've, I've enjoyed the time at Clubhouse. It's a lot of fun and it's great seeing all, everybody and meeting people. It's actually surprised me. I've never been much of a social media person before that, but I've really, really enjoyed it. I, I think a lot of us, like like you and me, have more recently become uh, sustain or uh, social media savvy just by being forced to be home. <laughs> so, That's right. <laughs> I, I totally agree with that. And yeah. teenage kids helps too. So tell us how you got started in packaging, David. Sure. So my, my, I, I ended up in packaging kind of through a circuitous route. I'm actually trained as a lawyer. And I was a lawyer for many years and did a a lot of kind of corporate transactions and big, frankly, corporate messes. I was involved in, you know, like the Lehman Brothers bankruptcy, all these big 9-11 cleanup, a lot of big, best way to describe it, just big, crazy, complicated situations. And then I went and worked for a company called One Madison. And I worked there with uh, a guy who I had known for some time, Dan Domar Osley. And at One Madison, we ended up acquiring Rampack. And Omar, my boss, who's now the C- became the CEO of Rampack, and among others of us at One Madison, we took some different roles at Rampack. And I'd always been very interested in sustainability. So Omar asked me if I'd like to be the chief sustainability officer. And I said, absolutely. It's a wonderful job. I, I, I consider myself lucky to have this job. It's just a terrific, fun position to have. And so I'm, I'm, not a, I'm not a long-term packaging expert by any means, but I found that in the world of kind of corporate transactional work, where you're dealing with big, complex, multifaceted problems, you kind of learn how to bring different expertise to bear and bring different people to bear and thoughts to bear to move kind of complex processes forward. And I found that that's incredibly um, helpful skill to have in thinking about sustainability especially at a place like Rampack, where sustainability is such a big part of what we do and who we are. Absolutely. Rampack, like like you said, 
you guys are at the forefront of sustainability. And I know our companies have been partners for many years. And it's just an honor to, to, to be interviewing you today. So thank, thank you. you. No problem at all. Happy to. So I have a big question. Okay. And this, is, this is something that's been really frustrating uh, lately. I've had some people on, uh, on TikTok and on Clubhouse and on LinkedIn mm -hmm. saying, can, can packaging really be sustainable? Well, I, I, the, the answer is yes, obviously. I think that it's an interesting question because it kind of asks, underlying this question is, can we do anything in the world without changing it? And, and obviously the, the most, the, the way to be most sustainable, I guess, is to, is to, I don't even know, live in a tent and live off the land, but we can't <laughs> do that today. Right? I think that packaging is definitely a challenge writ large to become more sustainable, but I think it's absolutely necessary and must become more sustainable. So I think that the challenge for us is to do everything we do, including packaging, and I'm in packaging, so that's what I'm most concerned at and focused on, but frankly, in every aspect of our lives to make choices that frankly reduce the adverse consequences of what we do today for our children and grandchildren, which to me is the very definition of sustainability. Just do what we need to do today, in such a way that we reduce the negative consequences for our children and grandchildren. Um, so yeah, absolutely, sustainability, packaging can be sustainable. It should be sustainable. It should be more sustainable. So my answer is absolutely yes. And, and that, that's what we try to do at Rampack, frankly, every day. I mean, that's really the core of our reason for existing, frankly. And the company's been around for a long time, but it's, it, it's always been at its core. Yes. 100% uh, paper packaging is, is what Rampack does. Your, your Giami product is one of my favorites. It's a direct replacement for bubble wrap. Absolutely. Even though a lot of people were very upset with me that I posted about it because they love popping bubbles. Oh, oh, <laughs> I hear that. I hear that. But Giami just feels so nice when you touch it, doesn't it? I mean, it's it just... Elegant. Yeah. It's an elegant feel. It's a wonderful box opening experience. I agree. And it's, a, it's, it's just a terrific product. And it's really cool the way the honeycomb opens up as you pull it. I think it's just a terrific product. And, you know, we're selling that now, not only through companies like yours to other businesses, but we've also actually begun selling it retail. Like we've yeah. gotten staples and on Amazon and, and all different places by, by consumers directly. So that's really exciting. That's the Rat Pack EX Mini. The uh, Rat Pack EX Mini, but also we have a product called the Ready Roll. Oh, yeah. Right? I've which seen is that. A, right, which is like an expanded Giami. And for those of you who are listening, Giami comes, it's a great product because it it it, it looks like a, a dense roll of paper, but the paper's been die cut so that when it comes out of the dispenser, it effectively expands out and, and, and reaches some depth to give that cushioning. So in a warehouse scenario, like you're used to dealing with Corey, Right, it's nice tight rolls and you pull it out and it expands as you use it, as opposed to big rolls of bubble wrap that are, are, are take up so much space in the warehouse. But we found that because it's so hard to kind of conceptualize what it looks like when it's expanded, yeah. that we started initially, hmm. we needed to create a product that looked more like bubble wrap so people would know what to do it with it to put it on shelves. Isn't that wild? I never what thought of that. That yeah, is, so it's exciting. So if you, it makes sense. Yeah, if you look at our ready roll, it it was designed, was it was it was 
put together to look on a shelf like bubble wrap, even though it's 100% paper and has no plastic in it. I bet that factory where they, they expanded is very loud. <laughs> yes. <laughs> totally. it's, a, it's an audio experience. I've, I've posted some ASMR videos about it, and uh, right. it gets a lot of attention. People are fascinated by it. Yeah. That's wonderful. Well, thank you so much. The next uh, question I had was, you know, Rampack paper is, is made out of wood pulp. Do you think that hemp and other alternative fibers will become sustainable, viable options to replace wood fibers in packaging? Uh, I certainly hope it does. I think for certain applications, I think that, as you know, that Corey, there are certain applications that you really need the denser, stronger fiber that, that virgin uh, fiber provides for certain kind of more industrial applications. But for your basic void fill and some of your wrapping applications, our hope is very much that that becomes a big part of the future. And it's interesting at Rampack, you know, Rampack has been around forever. I mean, Rampack, we're gonna have our 50th anniversary next year. The company was founded really? in 1972. I didn't know that. Yes, and the company has always been 100% paper. From its very, very beginning. And so we like to joke that we're kind of like an old school business that's, that's been doing paper forever that kind of the world has come around to us because it's that's always great. been 100% paper and, and sustainable. As far as alternative pulps go, I mean, we're constantly looking ways to innovate and we are doing a lot of research right now and testing. I mean, these aren't things that are going to be out on the market, you know, next month or next quarter even or maybe next year even, but we're doing tons of research and development on analyzing different pulps, bamboo, sugarcane, hemp, just about anything else that's more, that, that, that renews itself more readily, right? So in the, the sense that they, these being more sustainable because a bamboo forest or a sugarcane field will regrow in a much shorter time than a forest will. Right. And we're doing a lot of research and development in those areas. It's hard. It's both hard to find paper that will perform sheets that will perform the way you want it to perform. And it's also very hard, frankly, to find the scalability of it, right? I mean, we have 30 plus thousand end users around the world. You know, we have, wow. we, we sell, we sell our packaging system, our packaging material in 50 plus countries around the world. So when we want to go into something, we really have to know that we can get the supply. And a lot of these alternate pulps at this point don't really have the scale yet to be able to really supply us and our products. But we're looking hard and our goal, in fact, Corey, we just, we just released our most recent ESG report uh, about two weeks ago. You should look it up online. I don't know if you've seen it. It's at rampack.com. And in that ESG report, we announced a number of targets, like a lot of companies like to do and we want to do because we think it's important. And one of those targets is to have 25% of our aggregate paper supply coming from pulp, meaning like if you have a blended paper, the, the blended piece would go towards the target, but at least 25% of that being from post-consumer or alternative pulps. So that's something we're very focused on, something that we believe in. So the, the, the answer is yes, I think, and yes, I hope, and yes, I believe, <laughs> but we're not quite there yet, unfortunately, but we're I, working hard. I share your positive outlook. I just read an article about Corona and they have just started making six pack cartons out of their wheat straw. Oh, wow. So they're taking 
a byproduct from their beer and right. they're, they're turning it into packaging, six pack paper, well, wheat straw paper. Wow. Uh, absolutely amazing idea. And I'd like to see more companies do things like that with their that, byproducts. Absolutely. I mean, that's the interesting thing about sugarcane. We looked at a sugarcane manufacturer as a potential supplier. We were, we were, we were um, looking at what they did. And it turns out that the fiber that they used to create the paper, or that they were trying to create the paper, and I think that they'll get there someday, and someday <laughs> this is where everything's going to go. Yeah. But it's actually just refuse from the from the sugar making and and, and rub making Great. process. It's it's just it's stuff that would otherwise just be thrown away or burned. And that's yeah, that's the the best part, right? Is absolutely. It's 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 waste. We're it's we're, just waste. we're that that's what to me makes it so sustainable is rather than just burning it, which is what a lot of farmers have to do or production facilities, we're, we're turning that into something viable that can be used to carry beer or to carry, absolutely, you know, products or to ship it. And, and, and you know, Corey, it doesn't even matter what it's used for. As long as it's used for something, yeah. it's less stuff that's being made. And that's at the end of the day, like the, ba- the best way to be the most sustainable is to just use less stuff. So like, I mean, in, in all honesty, just just yeah. use less, right? Yeah. One of the projects, well, it's just a pilot project. It's so small and we talk about it in our um, ESG report. But that I'm really proud of, Rampack, is as you know, our business model, under our business model, customers get our machines, our systems at very low cost and they don't buy them. We retain ownership of the machines and we sell them the paper to run through the machines. And that's a really interesting business model for a whole bunch of reasons. But one of the cool reasons is that when customers stop using machines, they take them back. We, we take them back, right? And what we found is that a lot of our machines, you know what they look like. I mean, they're, they're technical, but these aren't, you know, they're not like, yeah. you know, supercomputers, right? <laughs> Most, <laughs> mostly like, metals and plastic, yeah. Metals and plastic and machine parts. What we found is that we, we initiated a pilot project last year with one of our systems to actively go and try to scavenge scavenge machine parts from machines that had been returned and were being taken out of service. Awesome. Specifically, no reason other than to use less, right? Because if you can pull a gear, a wheel, or whatever, a screw or whatever, a body part from a machine that is maybe sometimes 15, 20 years old, you know, our machines, some of them last forever, 15, 20 years old, that's no longer good enough to be in service and you can take parts, use them in new machines. It saves money, but most importantly, it's just one less screw you have to buy, one less body part you have to buy, one less gear you have to buy. It's just Everybody using wins. less is yeah. the best way to be more sustainable. I agree. Yeah, they say uh, less than 9% of yeah. plastic our, our, um, is recycled. So if you can take all those machines right. and recycle that or reuse that plastic, that'll be, you know, we'll, we'll get that number up for sure. Great. And, and Corey, I'm sorry, I just turned off my video because my Wi-Fi is getting a little choppy, but keep going. I'm here. No worries. I did want to mention before we finish up here that your local rep, Nathan Lappin, is, is doing an amazing job. And he has been a great partner for us here in the Northwest. So kudos to him. That's great. 
great for Nathan. Nathan's a great guy. He's 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 just a terrific guy. He's nice. He knows what he's doing, and that's great to hear. I'm thrilled to hear you say that, and I'll report that up the chain and make sure make sure Nathan, if you're listening, I'll make sure Greg hears this. No <laughs> I'm talking about. <laughs> we got to give kudos where it's due, right? Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you, sir. I, I'm cool. very excited to have you back on again uh, someday soon. And we'll do a part two of this, you know, in a few months and see kind of the response to this. So thank you, David, for being my first guest on my first podcast. I truly Happy appreciate it. Happy to, proud to be. And I appreciate it. And thanks for inviting me, Corey. This has been fun. Thank you, sir. I'm Corey Connors. I spent 24 years in the packaging industry. And this podcast, oh shit. This episode is sponsored by Specrite, the first purpose-built platform for specification management. So much has changed when it comes to packaging, and there's a new book to help you stay ahead of the curve, The Evolution of Products and Packaging, written by longtime packaging executive, Mr. Matthew Wright, helps you unpack industry trends and explains how you can use data to drive packaging, innovation, and sustainability. Download your free copy today at specright.com backslash book. That's S-P-E-C-R-I-G-H-T dot com backslash book.